This is Bilal Akil, and welcome to episode five of Above the Noise. Uh, we're going to have some fun as usual this morning. Again, I'd like to thank everyone for, for tuning in, as I mentioned um, and, and try to mention on, on, every, on every podcast. This is as good for, for me as it is for you. You know, I oftentimes think, um, you know, when you're, when you're speaking, um, at least two people are listening if you're not alone. I happen, to, I happen to speak a lot to myself out loud, kind of walk around and speak to myself, which is, um, I think, part of some of my own counseling. But we all need to, to, to talk and be listened to, um, and we all need to do some listening. And I think it always benefits us um, and, and helps us be better, better people all the way around. And so to that point, I want to continue our discussion. Uh, the last episode, we talked about uh, you know, thoughts uh, creating feelings or emotion, uh, emotions uh, producing action, and action producing results. And so uh, one of the, one of the uh, books I read years ago, and I'm sure a lot of you out there have either heard of it or, or listened to it if you're listening to this podcast, it was A Secret by Rhonda Byrne. Uh, it was a great book. They had a great video as well or, or a movie um, that took a lot of the concepts and ideas and, and it was great because you were able to visualize it and they actualized it in, in acting and in um, images that we could see and, and it made it easier for us to understand things. Uh, one of the things I learned from that is um, from The Secret is that you know, we, we don't think in words, we think in pictures. Um, so I'm going to say that again. We don't think in words. We think in pictures. So if I was to say, what's the color of your refrigerator? You know, you don't see the word refrigerator spelled out and the color spelled out. You see an image or a picture of your refrigerator. If I say, what, what's, your, what's your dad's name? You don't see your father's name spelled out. You see an image of him, maybe smiling, frowning, whatever the last time you saw him, but then you see a picture of him and you're able to recall that, that name. How does your car look? You don't see it, your car described in words. You see an image or picture of your car. So because we think in pictures and not in words, it oftentimes helps to see things visualized. And so that was a really great uh, illustration of, of the way these uh, magnificent um, uh, principles and laws work and how we can work them and, and use them to our, to our advantage. But one of the things I was struck with as I kind of looked at the title of The Secret and it um, was also, that was also pulled from, um, from Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret is that the reality is, um, you know, these concepts, ideas, and philosophies, they're really not necessarily a secret. Uh, these have, we use them all the time. Um, and I think if we can apply them or use them um, or see them as, as a concept that we've seen before, it's going to make it easier for us to, to embrace it. And, you know, the example that I like to use is, you know, seed, time, and harvest, all right? So the idea behind the secret is thoughts become things. Um, and thoughts are seeds. They're planted into your mind. And over time, if cultivated, if given the proper energy and not run back to and dug up like we sometimes do a, a, a seed that we're trying to grow when we're four years old or five years old and they give us some sunflower seeds in kindergarten to plant and we go out we dig the hole and then we bury them and then we come back a day later and come dig it up hey is it growing is it moving it doesn't really it doesn't work like that every seed has a gestation period um you know a carrot takes 60 70 days to 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 gestate to become what we see as a carrot that you can consume um, you know tomato has a gestation period a human has a gestation period you know, call it 10 months um 
So all of these seeds have a time period which they must gestate and grow. Your ideas have follow along those same lines. So if we think of you know your your mind being this fertile ground that you can plant a seed into, and the mind doesn't care what you plant, just like the earth, if you plant a apple seed, an apple tree will come from that. Um, your mind will do the same thing. Oftentimes what we do is we end up planting an apple seed and then expecting a lemon grove to, to grow, to come back. And so then that causes frustration, anxiety, and issues because we're not planting the right seeds. We continue to focus on what we don't want, uh, expecting what we do want to come into fruition, and it'll never happen. I mean, it's like me going onto the top of the roof of this building and jumping off and expecting to fly. Now, I can, I can maybe say it, I believe that, but we all know the reality is I'm going to touch the ground. You know, so what we want to do is we can go ahead and, and eliminate the illusions of, you know, um, uh, really that we create in our own minds and embrace these laws that have been really placed here for our benefit, um, you know, just like the laws of gravitation. Um, so, again, if we go back to this concept of, you know, the earth will return whatever you plant into it. If you plant an apple seed, an apple tree will come back. But, if, again, if you plant an apple seed and you expect a lemon grove, you're going you're gonna to find yourself in this negative circle. Because, again, what you're going to then see is that you didn't get what you wanted, all right? And because you didn't get what you wanted, that's going to cause frustration, which is going to be another, it's going to cause you then to feel bad. That feeling bad is going to cause you to move into a negative vibration, which is going to cause, cause you to act bad. And then when I say bad, that may be inactivity, that may be lethargic acting, that may be lack of enthusiasm, it may be lack of action and something that you probably need to do in order to get what you're trying to get. But either way, it's going to cause you to, to fall into that action. And that action is going to then produce the undesirable result again, which you're going to visualize and see, because again, we don't see it in, in words, we see in pictures. So now do you see, we've got this vicious cycle going. Now, this is sometimes easier said than done, but it's well worth the practice. Just like, uh, you know, uh, artists, they don't wake up one day and, and just paint the, you know, paint the, the, the Mona Lisa, or a musician doesn't get up one day and write the, 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 the greatest hit song. We may say it feels like, oh, they just, you know, they did it, it was overnight success, but they've had time, practice, commitment, dedication, the great athlete. For us, we go, maybe we're not in all that. We go to school for four years. You start off as a, as a um, you know, freshman in college, and it takes you four years to gain that expertise and whatever. If you decide you want to go to a technical school, you're going to say, you know what, I want to learn how to run a mix board. I want to learn how to run a TV camera. Anything that you want to do, you're going to have to put some time into it, learn the, how to do it, make mistakes, and continue to move forward with it. And as you do, you become better at it. So this practice of you know, um, what I like to call you know, it's mind exercises, uh, it, it works in the same way. You've got to work it. You've got to continue to work it. You've got to... Um, make it, as we mentioned, serve you. You have to take your mind and to understand the way it works is it should really be an unconscious um, effort, but it's gonna start off consciously. So when I say that, you know, you're gonna start with being what we call a conscious competent. Uh, or really actually you're gonna, really most of us start in any place being what we call an, an unconscious incompetent, which means we don't know what the heck is going on and we're screwing up and we really don't know why. So you're unconscious and you're incompetent, uh, and you you know you don't know why. Then you kind of move to what we call being a, a you know a, a conscious incompetent, which means that I'm aware that I'm screwing up. I'm conscious of it. I'm aware that I'm screwing up in some specific area. 
And then once you recognize that, you say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a change. So then you become what's called a, 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 a conscious competent, which means I'm conscious of the fact that I tend to be weak in this space. I tend to screw up here. And you know what? I'm going to do something about it. So we begin to take action. We do something about it. We write our gratitude or we correct our thinking in a particular manner. We don't jump to conclusions or find ourselves in a, uh, you know, getting emotional about things. Well, eventually you do that over and over again. And what happens is your sub subconscious mind takes over and the subconscious mind is going to take over and it'll then force you into what we call a, a, a unconscious competent. Those are the individuals and we are, we are all those individuals in different spaces um, because you're competent at putting your pants on in the morning. You don't even think about it. You actually, you don't think about what leg you put in first, but that was a learned behavior. You know, you put the same leg in that you put in when you were two or three years old, when your mom was helping you, your dad was helping you, or whomever was helping you put your pants on. Um, you know, that's you're you're an unconscious competent as it pertains to putting on your pants, right? You're unconscious competent um, as it pertains to um, you know what hand you use when you eat. You know, you had to learn how to eat with a specific hand. You ever seen a baby? They they're trying to eat. They got the spoon going toward their toward the mouth, but it's all over the place. They're spilling stuff. They're hitting their jaws. They're hitting their lips. They're all over their nose. You know, they're learning. They're getting better. They're making mistakes and they're correcting. Well, again, we continue. We do that as adults as well, and we continue to do that. Um, and again, that's a process of uh, it's a process of ebb and flow. It's also a process of uh, compensation. And when I say that, you know, you when you go one way, then you kind of scissor back and go the other way. You zigzag back and forth, and eventually you come to, you know, getting directly to that point. So, again, the goal for us is to become these unconscious competence. But it's going to start with recognizing areas that we need work in, and that's where you say, yeah, I, I'm a screw up in this particular space. So I'm what we would call, again, a unconscious incompetent. And then you say, you know what? Now I'm aware of it, I'm a conscious incompetent. Then what you say is I'm gonna make a change to that. And that is when you become what we call a, uh, a, a conscious competent. And then by becoming that conscious competent and through repetition over and over again, you eventually become a unconscious competent. And, and that's again, where we wanna be in all aspects of our, of our life that we want to improve. If you don't care about that area of your life, you know, who, if you don't care, I'm sure not very big, you're the most important person in your world. You're the center of that universe. So if it doesn't, it's not a big deal to you, it really can't be a big deal to anyone else. But those areas of your life where you do see that there's a benefit that you can, or, uh, or there's, a, there's a betterment, then you definitely want to take that approach. So again, guys, uh, we're going back to it. Thoughts, right? So those are the seeds we plant. They're going to create or produce a feeling. If I'm thinking about how I'm happy and grateful, that's why I said last uh, podcast, you need to write down what you're happy for. If I'm thinking about all the stuff I'm happy and grateful for, it's gonna put you in a good feeling, right? That good feeling is gonna push you to some action. You're gonna go ahead and get up and do some writing, or you're gonna go ahead and reach out and make that phone call. You're gonna get up and go to the gym. You're going to, next time someone says something to you crazy as opposed to you jumping the, the gun and, and, and you know kind of going off on them, you listen, Put on your hat of empathy and say bless you and keep moving forward, right? So it's going to, those are the actions, and then that's going to produce a result. And that result's going to be either that person is going to disappear from your life because they're not going to have anybody to fight with, or you're going to go to the gym, you're going to put in those, burn those extra calories or pump it up or whatever you need to do. Um, that's going to give you the result that you want. You're going to see that in the mirror, or you're going to see that in a relationship, feel better about it. It's going to, again, 
place another better thought in your mind, which is going to produce you to f- make you feel better. Again, feel better, go back through your, your, your vibration, produce, put you in a better action, and so on and so forth. So remember, the mind doesn't care what you plant in it. It's going to return whatever you plant, okay? Just like the earth, you can put apple seeds, carrot seeds, potatoes, you know, oranges. It doesn't matter. Grapes, it'll it'll return. So think about your mind like that, and that hopefully can help you as it has helped me um, visualize and see. And by being able to visualize and see it, it makes it more comfortable, makes it easier to digest, and truly easier to understand. Again, this is Bilal Akil. I thank you for spending this short amount of time with me. This is Above the Noise. Enjoy the rest of your day.